Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. Welcome to our conversations, and we are so glad that you're here on this Holy Week as we celebrate Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and of course, today, Easter. Happy Easter! Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. Absolutely. So I'm Charles. Kelly. Corey. Happy Easter, everybody. And today we're looking at the Easter story from the Gospel of John, and uh, it begins in um, chapter 20, verse 1. So one of you like to read? Sure. Early in the morning of the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been taken from the tomb. She ran to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord away from the tomb, and we don't know where they've put him. Peter and the other disciple left to go to the tomb. They were running together, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and was the first to arrive at the tomb. Bending down to take a look, he saw the linen cloths laying there, but he did not go in. Following him, Simon Peter entered the tomb and saw the linen cloths lying there. He also saw the face cloth that had been on Jesus' head. It wasn't with the other cloths, but was folded up in its own place. Then the other disciple, the one who arrived at the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They didn't yet understand the scripture that Jesus must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to the place where they were staying. Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she cried, she bent down to look into the tomb. She saw two angels dressed in white, seated where the body of Jesus had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. The angels asked her, woman, why are you crying? She replied, they have taken away my Lord and I don't know where they've put him. As soon as she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she replied, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabuni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Don't hold on to me, for I haven't yet gone up to my father. Go to my brothers and sisters and tell them, I'm going up to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene left and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. Then she told them what he said to her. Thank you, Kelly. Corey, you and I have um, preached this text before and of course, uh, gospel lessons about Easter uh, text and Mm -hmm. in other gospels, I should say. Yes. What are things that still just jump out to you or stand out? Every time I hear it, um, there's, you're enter into this. It's like reading scripture. There's always something new. You know, mm-hmm. you never you never say, "Oh, I, I know exactly what that." Is. You know, mm-hmm. we there are some truths about it all that Christ is risen, and that's a huge mm-hmm. thing. But as I as I was listening to Kelly read this, I'm just amazed that um, all the details that uh, that John. Uh, put into this text about the scene and and all of the details about the cloth is folded here and put there and there's there's a lot of this was not a crime scene is one of the things i thought of Um, there was not a violent uh moment 
that took place here. This was a this was a coming to life kind of event for yeah. Jesus, and that's that was just my initial moment of hearing this today, uh, again and again, because like you said, I'm 52 Easter's in. Yeah. <laughs> Preached it probably 30 times now. There's mm-hmm. this moment where you come back and you go, there's uh, there's always something new, but the idea that, um, you know, there was a very orderly way, and I was thinking as I heard it this time that it wasn't the empty tomb that brought faith. It was the, it was that moment, like you when you said Mary, it was that moment when that voice, that kind of pulled her into life because yeah. um, I don't want to get into everything but my, my, the traditional word that I've always heard is Mary why are you weeping and yours is Mary why are you crying mm-hmm. which was kind of cool to hear um, weeping and crying it's that mourning moment but Jesus calls her out of those tears and out yeah. of that moment so that's just my initial thought mm-hmm. oh I that's love that good thoughts I love that this is not a scene of death or a crime scene but a scene of life that is so holy and profound I, on the other hand, every time I read this, get so tickled by the two disciples running mm-hmm. and, and the way John reminds us so many times that, well, a lot of times we assume that it's John talking about himself in this story, that he mm-hmm. was indeed the faster of the two <laughs> disciples. Just every time the other disciple, the faster one, the yeah. one that got there first, mm-hmm. the one that Jesus loved, mm-hmm. I, um, I just think that that is so wonderful even if it is humorous to imagine in your hearts but maybe that's okay easter is a time for for joy and maybe Mm -hmm. even a little laughter Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah and i always think too like you say there's so much if you kept keep track there's so much running in this and i remember um one time at a worship service i used a, a video that just had um, depicted just the running back and forth in the story mm-hmm. and it oh. was just kind of the pounding and the, the breathing hard and just that which brings a whole different perspective to it um, but also it just always strikes me of um, Mary uh, you know not not realizing who Jesus was and um, the fact that she was just crying the fact that she was facing the tomb um, and, and away from Jesus mm-hmm. um, it always makes me think sometimes maybe we miss Jesus because we're just don't turn around or, or we're facing the wrong things of the wrong direction mm-hmm. yeah not the things that are of life and and life-giving and are you know of the promises of God but those things which are um, you know, symbols of, of death and maybe things we need to let yeah. go of. I don't know. So true. Yeah, especially when you think about what the word repent means to turn around. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so lovely. An invitation to see God simply by turning around, whatever that may mean in your yeah. life. Yeah, I don't think I've ever noticed that before. That's good. Mm-hmm. And I've read this a million times, Charles. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, you, I, I know, Kelly, you are our devotion writer for this day. So if anybody, I don't know, I don't want to get ahead of their devotion reading. Right. But if anyone has read our Lenten devotions mm-hmm. throughout the season of Lent, we've had people in our church all write a personal devotion for one of the scripture readings for the day. And so as we've done that, um, you know, we've all written one. I started off at Ash Wednesday and Charles, you wrote for this week and today. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I mean, can you give us a preview? Oh, well, and this won't be surprising to anyone who really knows me. I, of course, wrote about the garden, the garden of the empty tomb, and um, kind of how we're a people that live our lives between gardens. We are born into the beautiful Garden of Eden, and we weep and mourn inside the Garden of Gethsemane, and we um, 
here today, especially remember the joyful garden where we find Jesus at the empty tomb where he is not dead, but he is risen. And how all of this gives us hope for the final garden that we'll be in, and that is the garden of heaven, the garden of new creation. And mm -hmm. I think that that is really lovely. Um, that explicitly in John, it seems, I, I don't know why, but in my brain, in John's gospel, it's uh, a more traditionally wonderful garden in a way that the other gospels, I just don't imagine that way. Yeah. And it's just kind of lovely that we start our Lenten journey at Ash Wednesday with dirt, with markings of ash and dirt on our face. And here we are at Easter marking this Lenten journey coming to completion when we have the dirt of a garden under our feet. And I love that. Mm -hmm. Living yeah. just between gardens. You you making me you, you're you're making me think about how when you're in a garden and your your feet are in that dirt or mm -hmm. you're touching that you're so in the moment yeah. in that time and I think about how um, in so many ways that's what Easter is it, it calls us to live where we are right now mm -hmm. it calls us back to life um, and I think about how at the beginning of this text you've got all those people like you were talking about Charles they are running around and they're they're still traumatized right. maybe by the past and traumatized by yeah. the cross and mm -hmm. traumatized by the lack of the, and we we all live these days sometimes kind of traumatized yeah. by what's happened almost yeah. like we don't know what to do so we'll just keep running and keep staying busy Ooh, and it's a 21st century life mm -hmm. yeah we do a lot of running right mm -hmm. and and there's this moment of christ shows up in those moments when we are in the moment and we're still and we listen for the voice and we find ourselves turning and finding and paying attention to where God is right here with us this day, this moment, this is the day the Lord has made. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then it's Mary Magdalene and it's interesting, I didn't realize this until I was studying over this, that this is the first time in the Gospel of John that she makes an appearance. Oh, really? Uh, is, yeah, at the tomb is what... According to N.T. Wright, but anyway, so we're wrong. That's right. Um, but we we see that. But then, um, you know, there is that beautiful, as you said, uh, and we almost imagine, or I imagine, almost a whispering of her name of of Mary. Yeah. And we can't help but just imagine those moments, you know, of God whispering our name. Mm -hmm. And uh, at those moments where perhaps we have we have felt that. But also, Mary Magdalene was the first to run and, and tell the disciples. And that, that beautiful phrase, I've seen the Lord. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, almost this connotation of, it's not just that I know about Jesus, but I've experienced Jesus, mm -hmm. his presence, his grace, and, and his love. And um, what a beautiful thing for her to be able to, to announce. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kelly, don't you love that a woman was the first preacher? Mm -hmm. I was just thinking. <laughs> yes. That's so funny. That the two guys that running around and yeah, running you know. around. And, and I love that that's true across all of the Gospels. In all of the Gospels, it's the women who come yeah. across the tomb. Uh, mm -hmm. And for the most part, it's the men who don't exactly believe them. But mm -hmm. I love that uh, as we celebrate Easter, we remember that those who witness God and those who talk about God and those who bring God's story are oftentimes the people that we least expect them to be. Yes. And in this case, it is Mary Magdalene, the friend of Jesus, the not quite disciple uh, mm -hmm. who has seen the Lord and believed. And that's the story of Easter. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we never know how God's just tiptoeing around, ready yep. to show up and, <laughs> and be a part of our life and, yeah. you know, guide and direct us in ways we're not even aware of. I mean, yeah. that's the story. And you never know from what unlikely sources you may hear the good news. Yeah. Well, and that's really our prayer for for this week, and um, and part of the the Easter message to us that we can truly say, I've seen the Lord, that yeah. I've experienced uh, His presence, His Spirit, His grace in some way uh, this this week, yeah. this year uh, through through worship, through maybe just taking time and being still, mm-hmm. uh, maybe being in the garden. Yeah. Um, but it's a reminder of our own hope, uh, of our own own faith and God's God's love for us. Yeah. Amen. I love it. Amen. Well, I would love to pray for us this this Easter morning. Um, Gracious, loving, wonderful God, we are grateful for this gift of Easter where we get to hear Jesus call our name. Mm -hmm. God, we ask that you would be with us this day, that we would not only experience the hope of the empty tomb, but that we would believe it and that we would be changed by it. We ask all these things in Christ's name. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.